this is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 156 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode, What Comes After Review Impressions. But I want to remind you guys that this podcast hits my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Uh, please go there, leave a comment, let me know what you think of the show. You can subscribe to the podcast on either Apple iTunes, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and very soon, uh, YouTube. Uh, you can also write to the podcast at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Um, or, you know, let me know what you think of the show, stuff like that. Same thing. Uh, you know, let me know what you think. Uh, if there's a game you want me to review, do that. Uh, or you can find me on Twitter at Just Little Joe. Um, and like I said last episode, uh, I'm slowly putting back episodes from episode 100 to current episodes on YouTube. It's just another place for people to listen to the podcast. It's audio only. I haven't added any video. Um, so yeah, you can just listen in the background if you want to listen to it that way. Maybe you're on YouTube for the weekend. My episodes are pretty short, so you could probably listen to a couple of them, uh, you know, in a fairly short amount of time. So yeah, this episode is about, uh, the video game called What Comes After. Uh, I went over the logistics, you know, who developed it and stuff last time when I did my short impressions video. I don't really give scores, but I do review things and I'm going to go full spoilers into what comes after. So you've been warned, there is full spoilers for this episode. So what comes after, like I said, my initial uh, review impression uh, podcast um, two episodes ago was that, you know, this is a short game. It's probably an hour and a half at most. If you, maybe you're a slow reader, I don't know. I'm a medium speed reader, so it took about an hour and a half. Um, you know, the idea is that uh, you play a girl, uh, I want to say Yuki Yuki is her name, um, I probably should have written that down, but anyway, you uh, basically are on a subway, like I said in my initial impression thing, you fall asleep on the subway and you wake up on a subway of the dead, going to a place called What Comes After, that's what everybody says when you say like, where are you going? And uh, it's all spirits, some people want to talk to you, some people don't, uh, you know you get to the end of a dialogue option when it is, you know, like they say the last two sentences that they said to you. Um, basically, that's what this game is, is you walking from, you wake up in like the, on one side of the train and you basically walk to the right and talk to people. Now that could sound very boring, but I got to say this game hit pretty hard because the people that were talking about death said some very, very kind of like poignant things about death and how they viewed death. And, you know, you come uh, to someone who is kind of... Um, very depressed and says, well, it doesn't matter if I'm here anyway, because no one's really looking for me. And I just kind of felt like I was at the end of my rope. And that's kind of your character being alive. Uh, it is you discover early on that, you know, this kind of, I don't know, this problem happens, but not, uh, you know, this has happened before a live person waking up on the train of the dead. But it doesn't happen a lot. So the conductor's like, I don't know, we got to work this out. Just go talk to people where I can work this out. and We'll, we'll get you back home. Um, but every conversation you have gets not depressing, but is is kind of a weird kind of melancholic uh, and sad view on death. I mean, for me, the ultimate person you talk to is a baby and is someone who I'm very vocal about. You know, my wife has had two miscarriages and then our son died in the hospital. So three deaths of children. Um, when you start talking to a baby in diapers about death, it hits me a little hard. And for some reason, I keep playing these games in the morning. It didn't ruin my day or anything. I had a good day after that. But it's one of those things where you're like, oh, this is a little dark. One thing that was interesting, though, when she was talking to the baby 
But she said, you know, I'm so sorry this happened to you. The baby said, why? I, you know, I, I wasn't on earth that long. I really don't, you know, I'm not attached to anything, you know, uh, a very kind of Buddhist, in my opinion, like a Buddhist philosophy, but you know, and then, and then she talks to the baby and says, I wish you had, you know, more, more of a chance to live or whatever. And, you know, the baby says, well, I didn't really miss anything. I have been walking around the train and talking to people and it sounds really great, but I, I don't really know any different than just being a baby. So, um, and she is of course amazed that the baby can talk to it and talk to her and the baby's like, of course, you know, uh, there's no restriction here. Um, that was really sad. And I think that the, the other one that I thought was very sad was obviously the person who was kind of at the end of the rope that, um, committed suicide. Then you run into people that uh, an elderly gentleman who, um, you know, was, was sad that he was dead, but he said the, you know, the only good the only good thing that's going to come of this is hopefully whatever comes after I get we get to our destination, I get to see my wife who passed away. And it's been four years of, I think he says four or five years, of me just existing. Not really pushing myself, not really doing anything, just existing in a space, kind of waiting for this, you know, which is also very sad. Um, the one part I thought was kind of abstract, they start talking to trees and of course, trees say, of course, we're living, we grow and all that and humans kill us. And um, there was kind of an interesting thing at the end where you meet like an ancient tree that has been around since, you know, the beginning of time, like a sequoia or something that's in the train. It's this weird arboretum in the train of like, you know, botanical greenhouse of animals. And uh, it was good, but I think the human things hit me more, you know, the idea that um, it, it made me reflect a lot on, cause I think lately, I, I think I've said this before, but I kind of I'm trying to find other creative outlets for whatever. Um, I'm spending more time on the podcast trying to make those better. Um, but I do need to write more. And I think, uh, you ever know, uh, not that you're, I don't know if I think I'm like totally out of shape, but you do think like, I, you know, I think it's, <laughs> I had this epiphany. I was out of town for work and I was looking, it was a new, you know, it was a hotel room, uh, tall mirror, low light, and I thought, this could, be, you know, this could be better. Um, <laughs> I could try a little bit harder, I think. And I think, I think I thought about that a lot, like when I was playing the game of like, you know, like I, I'm emotionally here for my wife. I, I go to work, but my work schedule is very erratic. So because of that, it's hard to plan things. You know, I, I do do things in the evening. I have like a board game night, like a D and D night with some friends. And uh, that's being interrupted. Um, you know, um, we're still doing things remotely, which is fine. But I am dealing with people that are, you know, on the other side of the coast. So it's weird. Like you don't, I don't know. I think I said this a long time ago, but I don't know uh, when you're older how you meet friends, which I think the D&D night is kind of a cool way to like meet a new group of people that all have the same hobby, no matter what it is. Even if you don't play D&D, you know, like say you're painting and you go to like a paint night, like you may meet someone there and do like a weekly painting and like hit it off. You know, it's a good way to get friends. So I think I'm trying to focus on that more, be a little bit uh, more positive. Um, but this game kind of didn't talk about heaven or hell or anything like that. It just talked about, you know, people moving on and kind of coming to grips with that. Uh, kind of the end. I don't really know if there's like a big climactic end to this. It's really just you speaking to people about, death you get to the far right of the carriage and then have to come back left to the um the um conductor not the conductor but the uh 
attendant. And then she kind of goes over, uh, you know, what you need to do and you wake up. And I, I think some of it was there's a still at the end where you go bring a box of kittens to your mom and sister, I believe. Um, and the idea is that you're kind of like it was you saw a ghost kitten was like the last story you heard where they died, but their kittens were still out there. And she said, you know, the kitten said, if you could do this one thing for me, go find my kids and just make sure they're safe. Um, and you do. And I think some of that is, you know, you reach out because uh, the character is portrayed as somebody who portrayed as somebody who is shut down and is just not into, um, you know, not into life anymore, really. And so her the idea of engaging, like, go talk to your family, go engage with them, you know, take them some kittens. I really liked. I thought it was really good. But, um, yeah, I mean, again, I think a lot of the stories are incredibly heartfelt. I don't know... Um, this was done by several small game studios, and so I couldn't really find an interview with them or anything to say, like, yes, we have gone through these things, or maybe they talked to a psychiatrist. I'm not really sure, but there did... You know, I think we've all read fiction or experienced things where, you know, you can act, you can write things, you can emote, but I think we've all kind of experienced things where um, um it feels true, you know, whether whether they uh, experience those types of grief or death is one thing. But um, this felt more genuine, you know, like they like, it, it, listen, this I don't know if this is going to win like a Peabody Award for writing, but even just having conversations with people in this game and them talking about uh, death. You know, and like, oh, I've kind of come to terms with this. You know, I could have done better, but what am I going to do now? You know, and and uh, if if I would have known, you know, if I would have known then what I know now, but not in a trite way, more of like, well, you know, really, I mean, you're sitting on a subway going to the, you know, the, the, the afterlife going, I have nothing but time to reflect on what happened. And I think, um, you know, I have, I, I'm having this theory kind of, rattle around my head as I was playing it and just in general like the idea that they do say like you will remember this stuff you know when you go back to the land of the living and it's this idea of kind of like when people pass on in our lives uh you know we're almost like a weird living mausoleum to them a weird kind of memory uh deposit for them you know like we we um we uh Hmm, how do I put this? We, it, it, you know, we we are the ones that have to remember the ones that have passed on, and so I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, this is important. And I mean, this podcast is important for like a, a posterity of the, the ones that pass on. But like, you know, unless you had a devastating relationship with a loved one and and don't care when they die, and I've talked to those people when they said, "Listen, you know, my dad wasn't really a dad, or my mom wasn't really a mom, or my aunt, whoever." This person really wasn't what they should have been to me, and I don't really care that they passed, which is completely valid because not everybody has the same, you know, relationship with their parents or loved ones, um, you know, family really. But uh, it's the idea that you know you have to kind of carry on and like remember them. And I think I'm getting better at hitting people over the head with like, oh, you know, my father used to say this or my mom used to say this. Um, you still have to remember you know, stories that they had and share it with people. You know, I did make someone laugh on a job site, you know, something my father used to always say. And of course, I say that's right after I say, don't try to do this. But one thing my father used to always say is, um, 
you know, he was a general contractor. He did a lot of stuff. He did tile, he did concrete, all this. And he used to say, um, you know, they said, could you do framing? And my dad's like, no, I could hum a couple bars. And uh, I said that because all the time at work, it seems like, hey, Joe, can you do this? Can you do that? It's like, well, I can certainly try. You know, it's kind of the sentiment. Uh, I can hum a few bars of that. I'll try. But I think this game kind of reinforces that idea that, hey, you remember us when you go back and remember what we're saying to you. You know, this we don't want you to look back and regret, which there is a lot in this game. You know, the people that have passed on are like, oh, I wish I had more time. Some of them. I wish I had more time or like it's for the best. And even the people that said it's for the best. When they talk to the main character, she's kind of put back, like, what? Like, what do you mean this for the, like, you're not here anymore. You need to be here, you know, and makes her reflect, like, you know, because she says that early on in the game, like, oh, it doesn't really matter if I get home late. No one's really waiting for me. No one really cares. And then she starts talking about her parents and her siblings. And people are like, no, I think people do care about you. You know, you you should uh, talk to your mom or whatever, you know, um, go for it. Uh, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a really good game. I got it on sale. Uh, I don't, you know, it depends on what kind of experience you're looking for. Because, you know, you say, oh, it's an hour. People are like, hey, I'll dig into it. You know, an hour. I have an hour. Um, but also, it is very heavy too, right? So you can't just say, oh, like me. I mean, I think to the lens of me actually losing people as opposed to some strange you know death sometimes for some people isn't it, it is not an abstract thing for some people it's very real and you know having lost people and having you know people say this is terrible i shouldn't have gone through this was really heartfelt to me so uh yeah i'm i i, I cannot recommend the game enough again it's only a few dollars it was uh you know it's not gameplay wise again it's you moving from left to right talking to characters which I guess is the epitome of a walking sim, but I mean, to me, that doesn't matter. It's what these people are saying. I think there is some very good observations uh, on death in this, you know, that feel genuine, at least written from a genuine place of uh, connection or whatever. So, yeah, it's my review. I definitely recommend what comes after. Um, again, it's it's cheaper if you get it on sale now. Uh, and do what I do. Like, you play a heavy game like this. There's tons of games that I play to, like, relax. Like, right now I'm playing Miles Morales on PS5. Um, just, uh, you know, he's got terrible things to happen in his game too. His father died, uh, in, uh, the first game spoilers for a game that came out, you know, four years ago or whatever, but he's dealing with that. Um, but he's trying to make the best of it and have a good attitude. Um, I still play Avengers, which is weird. I know I say that and people are like, what? Um, but yeah, I still play that. Um, but yeah, definitely check out what comes after, um, and try to get it on sale if you can. So that way, you know, uh, you know, full disclosure, it's an hour. So you may, if you spend a lot of money on it, you may feel a little bit, ripped off i again i got it for four dollars or something it, it felt fine so i think that's it this week guys uh, i just want to remind you that this podcast will hit my website www.gamingwithgrief.com monday morning at 7 a.m please go there leave a comment let me know what you think of the show um you can also write to me at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com please go there uh let me know anything in the show or if you have suggestions write them there you can find me on twitter at just little joe and please subscribe to the podcast on either apple itunes spotify or the google play store and again very soon i will be on youtube so i think that's it this week guys uh have a safe week and i will talk to you again next week goodbye